when you meet the one, everything will fall into place. Right? That's the message. The message is when you meet the one, everything will be easy. It'll just make sense. It'll click. There won't be any discomfort or friction or conflict because you will have met your soulmate. That's the message that we're getting from a lot of Hollywood, romance, Disney movies. When you meet the one, it'll finally just click. And there's a little truth to that. I mean, there's a lot of people that we could be in relationships with that are just not right for us. And our personality and our conflict resolution styles and our attachment and our upbringing and our childhood will make that relationship harder than it needs to be. Sure. But the idea that you're going to meet someone and it'll just be easy is bogus. It's totally bogus. Because relationships are challenging. They're hard. Dating is scary and nerve-wracking. And it's just hard. I just want to recognize that if you are experiencing some sort of relationship discomfort in your life, it's normal. It's normal for people to come together and for that person to trigger you and for those people to trigger your wounds and to test you and to like call you in to a different way of being in relationship. It's, it's just hard. I just want to recognize how monumentally difficult it is to be in relationship. And of course, some are going to be easier than others. But if you want to build like a big, beautiful relationship with someone, there's going to be some work involved. You're going to have to speak up and stand up for what you want and you need. And those conversations are incredibly uncomfortable. There's nothing easy about talking to your partner or to the person that you're dating about a behavior that triggers you or that makes you uncomfortable. Because I think deep down the fear is that they'll leave. They will walk away because you are too much. And that will trigger your fear of abandon and of rejection and of inadequacy. But I think the reality is that good, solid relationships require an incredible amount of communication and the ability to sit with emotional discomfort. For the most part, you know, we don't talk about how comfortable the positive emotions are joy, bliss, happiness. That's easy. Disappointment, pain, anger, jealousy, that's hard. And just because you experience some discomfort in your relationship, no matter which stage of the relationship you're in, it's normal to feel discomfort. The relationship will ebb and it will flow. There will be moments of friction and you have a decision at that point. Do I want to work through this friction? Do I want to explore what's underneath this trigger? Is this somebody behaving inappropriately? 
Or is this somebody behaving in a way that feels really familiar to how you grew up or how you were raised? So you have an opportunity in that moment when there is friction or there is conflict to turn away and walk to turn turn away and walk away or to turn towards it and get curious around what the hell is going on and is there a way through this? And oftentimes there is a way through it. But it requires being able to sit with discomfort. And this is monumentally difficult, right? We are not bred to want to sit with pain at all in any way, shape, or form. We want to numb. We want to turn away from it. We want to soothe. We don't really want to look at how complex it is to be in a relationship. We are so complex. Your particular life experience, your story, your wounds, your dreams, your hopes, your expectations, all of this comes into play. And it comes into play with somebody else's stories, wounds, traumas, experiences, hopes, dreams, and fears. So is it any surprise that you're going to experience some discomfort in your relationship, regardless of how new or established it is? We are so complex. People ask me all the time these questions like, is it normal to do this? Is it normal to do that? How should I feel? And the answer is often, I have no idea because I'm not you with your specific set of experiences dealing with this particular situation and someone else's particular set of experiences. There is no one answer to this stuff. But turning towards the friction and the discomfort and getting a little curious around why it's here, rather than putting on your suit of armor and walking away, will lead to more fulfilling safer, more vulnerable, intimate relationships, whether it's with this person or the next one. These tools will pay dividends for you for the rest of your life in all your relationships. The ability to stay when something is uncomfortable, to get curious about why something is happening, will follow you for the rest of your life. If you always turn around and walk away at the first sign of friction or discomfort, then you're more likely to do that every following time. And I'm not saying stay in an abusive relationship. Stay in something that is deleterious to your health. Stay in something that doesn't feel right. I'm saying pause and get curious around whether this is something that you can work through. And of course, that means the other person also has to want to work through it with you, right? Relationships is two or more people working towards a common goal. Two or more people working towards a common goal. If you only have one person doing all of the work, that is not a very balanced relationship. And that might work for you for whatever reason. No judgment here. But it takes two people. So if you're willing to sit with the discomfort and to explore the the friction and the conflict or whatever else is coming up and the other person is not, there's nothing you can really do about that. It takes two people wanting to make it work for it to work. And even then, two people can want 
it to work and it can still not work. That is also an unfortunate option. Relationships are beautiful opportunities to get to know yourself more and to get to know the other person more. But no one said, well, (laughs) everyone said this was going to be easy, right? That's the... That's the line that we've been fed, is that when you, find some, when you find the right person, it'll just all kind of fall into place. And some of those things fall into place, but they don't all fall into place. We are much too complex for the puzzle pieces to all fit neatly together. In any relationship, you will step on somebody's toes and they will step on yours. That doesn't mean that as soon as they step on your toes, you peace out or that they peace out. It means that you say, ouch, you stepped on my toes. This is how I feel. Uh, And a great script for that is, when you did this, I felt this. When you didn't reply to my text message last night, I felt uh, abandoned. And I'm not saying that you're abandoning me, just that that's what came up for me. And the scripts that I share are jumping off points for deeper conversations. I couldn't possibly ever give you the full script for how to deal with any sort of friction in your relationship. I provide the beginning part of the conversation so that you can jump in because oftentimes the beginning part is the scariest part. But once you're in, then that's where you get to find out what happens. What comes next? What's the outcome? And it's worth noting that you can't really control the outcome. Ever, really. Unless you're a master manipulator. In which case, you're probably listening to the wrong guy. But you can control your reaction to how people treat you. And what you do with that discomfort or that friction or that unwanted behavior. You can choose to play small and let it go and build resentment. Or you can choose to speak up and see what happens. Take ownership of your emotional response and try to get some clarity around why that happened. I'm obsessed with clarity. I'm obsessed with when you said this, what did you mean? When you did this, why? So you can understand where people are coming from. This helps a lot when you see when you are experiencing relationship discomfort to know why someone did something or what they meant by what they said. I don't think you can ever assume anything. You'll never win by guessing why someone did something. The only way forward that I know of is to speak up, communicate what you're feeling, how something made you feel, what you'd like to see different. How can we upgrade this? How can we make our relationship even more fulfilling and satisfying? Not easy. None of this is easy. It's fairly simple. A lot of the tools that I teach are simple, right? Speak up. Stand up. Say no when you need to say no. 
ask for clarity when you're unclear. <laughs> it's like, it's pretty basic. It's hard to do though, because the fear of rejection or of inadequacy is probably blocking you from having those conversations. But I would much rather you bumble your way through a conversation that you need to have to relieve some of that relationship anxiety or relationship discomfort and mess it up than to not have it at all. And to just hope, fingers crossed, that it'll eventually solve itself on its own, which it never does. Any problem in your life can be solved with time, energy, and resources. Your problems will not just go away on their own. They, they're going to need some effort on your part, and, and they will need effort on the other person's part. And sometimes that other person is not willing to make the effort. And then you have a decision about how you want to move forward. How people respond gives you excellent information about how to move forward. And sometimes, unfortunately, they don't want to move forward with you. They don't want to put in the same amount of energy and effort into solving a relationship issue as you do. And then you get to decide, do you stay, accept the situation as being the way it is, or do you go? You always have an option to stay or to leave. That's it. So if you need permission to have an uncomfortable conversation with somebody in your life that may lead to more closeness or clarity, this is it. This is the permission that you, that you have been seeking. You don't need it for me, but I'll give it to you anyways. Have the conversation. See what happens. Be open to them being receptive. Be open to there being less discomfort and friction in your relationship. And when I say relationship, I mean like from the second date on, right? We are constantly in relationship with people, whether it's the barista at Starbucks or your family members or your long-term partner or the person that you're in a situationship or your friends with benefit. These are all relationships. They're just different types of relationships. And you can experience discomfort in all of your relationships. Hey, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, I simultaneously recorded this while doing an Instagram live. I think my tone is probably different than my regular interviews. I don't know. If, uh, if you liked it or if you have any comment or feedback, just uh, shoot me an email. Sean at thelovedrive.com. And again, have a beautiful week. <laughs>